When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey man, how'd you like like a $20,000 raise? We can help you do that at savewithconrad.com. Don't take my word for it. Check out our reviews at conradreviews.com. We've got an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. We've won the number one best in business award many, many times. And we just got a great five-star review. That's uh, from Jimmy E. He says, my wife and I just closed on our refinance after working with Diane and Steven. What a great experience. We closed within a month and added about a thousand dollars of monthly cash flow. Thank you. They were great. And who would have thought a trip to first family mortgage and ad free shows booth at Starcast five in Nashville would have led to this LOL. Thank you. No, thank you, Jimmy, for believing in us. I know it's crazy. You're listening to a wrestling podcast and you're going to save a thousand dollars a month. Now think about that. Add that up over the course of a year. That's over $12,000 a year. You're going to save. Now, how much money pre-tax would you have to earn to net $12,000? That's about 20 grand, right? And think about that. You would have had to work for that money, pay taxes on it, and then just give it away. Come on, man. Keep more of your own money. If you can hear my voice and you're in a 30 year loan, you've got a second mortgage, you've got credit card debt, you've got a car payment. What are you doing? I can show you how to keep more of your own money, get a lower monthly payment and get out of debt faster. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners save up to a thousand bucks a month. Just like Jimmy, find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and how's this for starters? No house payments for two months. That's right. A little fall break from house payments. Sounds good to me. Find out how much money you can save at SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. One more time, savewithconrad.com. Woo Wings, a virtual restaurant concept from the man himself, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with your Uber Eats or Postmates app. Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, as well as Huntsville and Tuscaloosa in Alabama, with many more locations coming soon. Try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion. Tell them, Nate. Wings! Legendary flavors! World championship wings! Woo! Woo wings! Yeah! Woo woo! Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little bit about adfreeshows.com. People often ask me, what exactly is adfreeshows all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get early ad-free access to all of my podcasts starting at just $9, but you also get many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts like Click This with Kevin Nash, Gentleman Villain with William Regal, Oh, You Didn't Know with Brian James, and others, but yes, yeah, still just $9 a month. 
That's 14 podcasts in total every single week, early with no ads. That's like 20 cents an episode. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple Podcasts or through your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Want some more cheese on that Whopper? AdFreeShows.com has literally tens of thousands of hours worth of bonus content, including fantastically popular series like Eric Fires Back, Idol Chase, and Strictly Business. And I don't know why this is a thing, but there's even more than 40 Ask Conrad episodes waiting for you at AdFreeShows.com. We've got monthly Zoom chats with all the podcast hosts, live watch-alongs with wrestling legends, and more. Come on now. See for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered. That's adfreeshows.com. It's the best value in wrestling today. Check it out right now. Adfreeshows.com. You'll be glad you did. Broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, one half of the best tag team of your childhood, and the man whose name is synonymous with the NWA television title. He's the enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week? I'm back home. It even feels good just going back and reliving it. Uh, fantastic. The worm has turned. Things are looking up. Um, my oldest son, Barrett, has his daddy home and uh, going to have a lot more off time, and uh, things are going to be phenomenal. There you go, Arn. Well, you could tell just last week when we were recording this episode, just the beam in your eye as you talked about being home for Christmas, being back towards that Carolina, Atlanta area. You had your Georgia shirt running around out there uh, in the, you know, into the ring. And uh, man, I'm just, I'm happy, happy for you now as we go through it because you were home. Arn Anderson was a signature member of the NWA Crockett and WCW uh, team. So there you are. We talked about uh, last week the reformation of the Horsemen. You and Ole are together. Sting joins the group. Uh, you know the immediate impact you have uh, joining the one-year-old, yes, one-year-old WCW. That transitionary period that's happening. But this week, my friend, we're going to talk about you capturing the NWA, uh, NWA television title from the Great Muda and all things January 1990. Are you ready to jump right in, buddy? I think so. By the way, before we start the uh, this this diary, this weekly diary here, the shirt I'm wearing today with that television title, you can find it on boxagimmicks.com, uh, which I love this shirt, uh, and all kinds of other shirts and Four Horsemen shirts. We talked about the end of the show, but I wanted to start the show, Arn, by reminding everybody, if you haven't checked it out lately, the Four Horsemen merch is starting to fill up over there at boxagimmicks.com. 
absolutely is. And it's, uh, it's going to be some new designs. It's going to be some uh, old designs. And we're going to give you some choices. And uh, you guys requested it. You're going to get it. But that TV title that's on your chest right there, Paul, you know, however many you know, decades later, people still associate me with that title. And I'm very proud that they do. Buddy, you're not lying. If you can, I don't know if you can see uh, behind my shoulder over there, but kind of shoulder length is that red television title as well, along with one, your, one of your action figures beside it. And uh, to me, that's always one of my favorite uh, championship belts of all time. And it is synonymous with the Enforcer. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about you winning it once again. But we're going to start off the month. It's New Year's, January 1990, the start of a new decade. And uh, NWA would run the Omni that day. Arn, as expected, you and Ole worked the holiday card alongside the Stinger in front of 6,000 fans taking on Gary Hart's men. That's kind of how we left off last week. You guys would win the match for your team when you pinned the Dragon Master after the DDT. Arn, of course you're known for the Spine Buster, but I thought this would be a good opportunity for you to, sh- for you to share with our audience about the decision to include your version of the DDT into your arsenal. It was a blatant ripoff of Jake the Snake. Uh, but I did kind of wait until we were not working in the same company out of respect. And in those days, you did that. Um, I just thought it looked like an incredible kill shot that you could basically hit on a guy from out of nowhere. And I thought I could implement it into my style. And uh, it was built on a respect for the move and respect for Jake and the way he executed the move. And uh, just all the way to say it is I just stole it. Well, I love your description of it. The kill shot, the DDT. That's a great way of putting it. And now, unfortunately, we're in the business where it becomes a transition move. But in those days, buddy, that that meant lights out. And uh, it was just one more thing. And listen, you don't got to climb the ropes for it. You don't have to do any, you know, cl- you know, all the stuff that wasn't in your arsenal. This was perfect for your to complement your skill set. Well, let's just let's put this little food for thought out there. And I haven't tempted uh, fate or uh, teased this or not. Let's just say if the right guy does it again, and I have not done a DDT since I signed up with uh, AEW years ago, maybe it could be a kill shot again. There you go. Look out. Don't get in Arn's way, or Brock's way for that matter, because he's training his boy, and you never know where you could find yourself. So there you go. Teaching him a lot of those things that can be done on the ground because I stand by this. You, I never saw a match that was won in the air. You have to win it on the mat. There you go. I like it. It's true. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. And it's January 2nd now. WCW recorded television for multiple programs back in 1990 on this day, including the Power Hour. Remember that show? Yes. World, yep, Worldwide. And then on an episode of the Power Hour that aired on January 12th, you defeated the great Muda, the Mist Spitter himself, for the television title in 13 minutes, 17 seconds. Arn, we have the final four minutes of this match. And rather than... Wait until we get to the 12th. We're going to give people what they want. To borrow a phrase from best friends and take a look at the match right now. Here we go. Check it out. The final four minutes, Arn reclaims television TV title gold. Here we go. Thus far, Sawyer and the Dragon Master have not physically interfered. I don't have a lot of focus of that the laces. Oh. He'll break the rules. He'll bend the rules and he'll break the bones. He'll do it in the heart bear. The tide has turned. It's over. The Dragon Master's on the apron. normally do jimmy you and i you are a deviant hey if i can't do my i don't want to be out here with him anyway i'm getting out of here 
Salazar, what a match. The new television champion of the world, my man. Jim Ross, I came home a month ago. A man is molded by his dreams. I always dreamed that at one point I could take this God-given ability to everybody. Now, wait just a minute. Now, no, we better not have anything physical here, guys. What's on your mind? Say what's on your mind. You're not taking this guy away from me. Forget about it. Wait a minute, guys. I'm going to tell you something. You're listening to me right now. If you've got the guts, if you're talking about the four horsemen, forget about it. You and me, when we took the day on national TV, you and me in the square single, you got, you got it right here. You got it right here, Anderson. <laughs> Sawyer, there's only one thing missing from your entourage, and that's those teeth that I knocked out last night. Now, if you got a problem, you want to try to take my knife, you're going to have to earn it, because I've always earned everything I got, pal. And if you want to be world television champion, then come and get it. I'm going to come and get it. One week from now! One, we one right week now. from now, you're going to put it on the line. One week, right? Jim Ross, I never wore a white hat or claimed to have one. It's going to be the fight of the century. We'll talk more about it this Saturday night on World Championship Wrestling. But next Friday night, it will be Arn Anderson and Buzz Sawyer for the television title. Next Friday night, we'll see you tomorrow night on World Championship. Man, so fun. There it goes. You beat Muda, you throw him in the DDT. Boom, the, the kill shot, as you said. Pin him. And here comes Buzz Sawyer, ready to go. You know what helped that angle so much was the excitement in Jimmy's voice, the excitement yes. in JR's voice. They sold that match, mm. and they sold that false finish and the finish about as good as it can be done. And the excitement, you could hear the people in the audience. It was That's what a team effort does, you know, the production, the announcers, the performers. It just... I don't think anybody thought I was going to win that match. I mean, there's just the odds are just too great. You know, Bud Sawyer and Dragon Master at being ringside was a big enough distraction. And if they decided to get involved like they did, I mean, Bud Sawyer came off that top rope, brother, and he let me hold one in the back of the head. I saw stars for for about ten seconds, like mm. holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so they had a game plan and just, uh, they just weren't counting on the fact that I just would not be denied that particular morning. It's funny, Arn, that you say that about Cornette and, uh, JR, because in my notes I have next up, man, talk about adding to the drama of that match. Those two, those two guys. And that's the first thing you pulled right out of it, man. There, it, you know, JR can say all he wants is I'm just here to provide the lyrics uh, of the match, but buddy, that's so important to making you have the feeling to feel it come across the, the screen. Uh, so I'm glad you touched on that. Yeah, I mean, JR's being humble. You know, he knows more than anybody. <clears throat> you know, he's being revered in that top two announcers oh, yeah. of, of all time. He knows what bringing the excitement that feels heartfelt and genuine to a match and how much it adds to it. So let's talk a little bit about the match. So you hit the spine buster, you get the win with the DDT. We know that the TV title for you, Arn, was your world championship. I mean, you treated it as such. You carried it as such. We felt that it it meant something when you carried that title. But I'm curious what it was like working with someone as unique and charismatic and and you know just a completely different style like the great uh the great muda i can spit it out here talk to our audience a little bit about the man behind the mist well 
I had not been around Muda at all. I didn't know who Muda was. I, I mean, I knew who he was, but I didn't know him as a, you know, to be in a locker room with him and listen to, you know, his opinions on stuff and watch him closely and, you know, uh, through a curtain at a lot event, you know, anything of that nature. I hadn't been around him, but I knew his reputation. And I knew he was a phenomenal performer. And I also know he has a lot of pride and, uh, you know, had a lot of respect for the business. He's still out there plugging today, yeah. Yeah. if you can believe that. I did not know how hard he would take it. I mean, I'm not sure of the dates of how long he had been television champion when this match occurred, but I know he took it very hard. And Jimmy and, and you know, his manager, Hart. Yeah, Gary Hart, yeah. Gary Hart, you know, uh, took it really hard. You know, I think they got kind of shoved into a match that they thought they had all the bases covered and all the advantages you could possibly have. There was no way they thought on that day that, you know, Muda was going to lose that match. And he did, and it kind of, I think it shook him up uh, because it wasn't long after that they quit. Yeah, and, and dude, you said it. Muda was a guy that we never heard on mic, never heard on the mic. But was it different backstage? Would he voice? Would he would he voice things, or was it all through Gary? Or don't you never knew he was in the room? And if he was speaking to Dragon Master, they were speaking in their native language. Okay. Okay. You know, so in those days, you know, guys were not. It wasn't. Uh, it was a party time in the locker room. It was very, very competitive, very business. Again, this is a new company, and you got guys scratching out a position for themselves. It was a very, very competitive time. All right. Well, listen, we'll, we'll keep moving here because later that day, you defend your newly won title against Pat Rose in about a minute and a half with the Spine Buster. That's right, a minute and 30 seconds. The match airs on January 13th of Worldwide. And then on the third, the whole crew returns to center stage in Atlanta for tapings on World Championship Wrestling. On that program, it's announced that the main event of the Clash of the Champions on Feb February 6th in Corpus Christi, Texas, would be Sting, Double A, and the Nature Boy versus Muda, Buzz Sawyer, and the Dragon Master. Of course, this arm will be the setting for Sting being thrown out of the Horseman. And to our fans, don't worry, that's next week's episode is all about. We're going to get into that in detail. But on the show, you and Sting teamed together, defeating uh, a tag team, which we're going to watch here in a minute. The match ended after Sting hit the Stinger Splash, setting up, uh, which helped you set up the DDT. But after that match, dude, the Horseman cut a promo with the voice of wrestling, who we just talked about, JR. And, man, it wouldn't be the Arn Show if we didn't have the clip. So we're going to check this out. Uh, this aired January 6, 1990. Here we go. And Sting caught Flair with about 20 seconds left to go in the match. I know that had to be the biggest, biggest, biggest night in Sting's life. Double A Arn Anderson, the enforcer. In there. Boo ride, that big left, but he's caught from behind by one of the masked men. Next snap back off the top rope, and now Arn Anderson is in a degree of trouble here against these two masked Galaxians. And Double A, he can take a lot of punishment, Kevin Sullivan. It sure can. Nobody can intimidate Arn Anderson, and he will challenge Muda Friday night on the Power Hour. I can't wait for that one. And he matches up great with Buzz Sawyer. Sting matches up great with Muda and the Dragon Master. 
This is going to clash when they all are in the cage, Jim. It's going to be a Jim Dandy. That's going to be a February 6th Thursday. Irish whip. The Stingers clash. Tag made Orrin Anderson. And that's teamwork. Teamwork. He just cracked his head. That's all. You can turn the water on. The Galaxians will be in the shower momentarily. It's all over, Jim. Stinger could have taken it by himself. Well, that's what they call teamwork. He tagged her. The team of Owen Anderson and Steve. I'm going to be talking to the horsemen momentarily here. I don't think we're going to have time for the replay, but I'm going to talk to the horsemen. Here with the senior members of the horsemen. Arn Anderson and Sting will join us in a minute, but here with Ole Anderson and Nature Boy, the horsemen have never been stronger in the entire conception of this group. Well, as I said, it's the sign of the 90s. Some may come and some may go, but we just picked up six foot three, 260 pounds of the most charismatic quality athlete in the world. Look at Sting, and we're looking good. Woo! You're going to a more talented group of athletes, Ollie. No way. Look at the people out here. Everybody's got their hand up like that. Well, that means that the four horsemen are back together. What do you think about joining the most elite group in the sport? Well, I think it's quite an honor, obviously, to be doing this kind of thing, and it's quite an honor to have the nature boy, Ric Flair himself, giving me all those nice compliments. Why, I'm not sure, but whatever he says to me is ditto, maybe double time. Back to you, bud. I know that we have a clash coming up on February the 6th. I know that in a steel cage, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and Sting will take on Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer, the Dragon Master, and Muda. What are your thoughts on that in the steel? Jim Ross, if you look at all these people, and if they could have told you a year ago, I'd be standing here with Sting in a complimentary manner, their mouth would have fell to the floor, gaping open. But the combination of the horsemen has always been four qualified athletes thinking singularly, working collectively for the same goal. And if you think Bud Sawyer, Muda, Dragon Master, horrification is set on you now when we get you in a cage, life as you know it is over, Pally. That's the sign of the 90s. Let me just say one more thing. We are kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And we are going to turn 1990 upside down. Ladies and gentlemen, those comments from the four horsemen, indeed, they have never been. There it is, Arn. Four horsemen all together, right there with Jim Ross in the ring. And by the way, the Galaxians, last time I saw that much orange spandex, I think it was the ding-dongs, but you guys got the job done there and uh, got to feel good standing the four, four of you standing tall around that microphone again in that, in that uh, interview with Jim Ross. I want to point out something that you may have skipped over just because the way we get used to viewing. Go back and look at the Galaxians when that little moment in time, that little window where they had the offense, the advantage, Whoever those guys were, they were pretty damn good. Go back and watch it. I mean, the the it was a brief window in time where they had the advantage on me, and I know I went, hey, wait a minute. There's somebody, you know, there's more to these guys than, than we thought. That's the reason you can never let your guard down. Yeah, I just uh, had to Google them because I wanted to look their names up, and they were uh, Danny Davis and Ken Wayne. 
uh, well, or the Galaxians? Well, hell, they were. <laughs> I got news for you. Those guys were a established team for the Memphis Territory. That's exactly they, right. Continental. They had a great reputation. Well, no wonder they looked so good. Yeah. They, yep. they just caught us on a bad day. There you go. But that's for the Galaxians, and you just threw a mask over them. And, 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 but I, it's, I love the fact you're so dialed in, Arn, that you noticed, hey, they knew what they were doing in the ring and throw those names out, and they certainly did. So there you go. A little nugget here on, on the Arn Show. One thing you know about me that you'll find is above and beyond anything is I respect the work rate of the guys in this business that really strive. It's way. It's not just the money and the notoriety and all those things and being a big shot in your neighborhood and all that. It's <laughs> learning this business and learning to do it well. That's what I respect out of guys, and those two guys were p- very polished performers. Yeah, they work with teams in the AWA like Rock and Roll Express, Tommy and Johnny Rich. I mean, if you, if you look them up, they've they've done it all, uh, especially in the Southeast area wrestling. So very cool there. Arn, we move on with your career. January 13th uh, episode of World Championship Wrestling was also taped the same day. And the most notable thing that took place at this taping was the interview with the horseman discussing the scheduled match between Flair and Sting. This is the narrative that's going on right now. This Sting being part of the horseman and what's about to happen. Let's take a look uh, at exactly what the horseman had to say. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, made the announcement that at the next pay-per-view for the NWA on Sunday night, February 25th in Greensboro, Russell War 90, the wild thing, Sting will wrestle the heavyweight champion of the world. If it's, if it's nature boy Ric Flair, he's got to be thinking about it. But you guys are training every day. Is this a conflict of interest whatsoever? No conflict whatsoever. The bottom line is, I use that expression many times, Sting is one of the greatest athletes in professional wrestling today. He deserves a title shot. And if I'm the world champion on the 25th of February in Greensboro, North Carolina, which is just like my hometown, Sting will walk it out. He has proved to the world that he's this kind of guy. And the bottom line once again is, some may come and some may go, but this is the symbol of the 90s. And Sting, you're a respected man. You've been my friend, pal. If it's you and I on the 25th, we're going to tear the joint down. Well, in my opinion, Rick, I think it is going to be you. But to be honest with you, when you start saying, Sting's got to whack that aisle, it makes my heart go ba-boom, 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 just like it was about two years ago. But this time I know there's no problem because, to be honest with you, I said, Rick, we don't have to do it like this. And before I could finish my sentence, both the Andersons and Rick said, no way, Sting. You don't have to worry about a thing because everything is cool. And besides that... We want to keep this world title in the family. So whether it's Flair as the world champion or Sting as the world champion, it's going to be in the family. And I've never been in a family before, and it feels kind of good, to be honest with you. It's a family tradition here, Oli. Only the best are in the horsemen. What better than to have a man like Sting? What better to have a match Sting and Flair? World's champion? Only champions are horsemen, right, Arn? No matter who wins the match, the bottom line is we're all family, and you've earned it, pal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the four horsemen have made their statement, and we'll make some more. Let me just say one thing, Jim Ross. The wrestling world needs to be aware of one thing. We don't let anybody down. Sting's with us, and once again, we are kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, limousine-riding, jet-flying, son-of-a-guns. And ladies, where do you get a load of this? 
Fans, as I said, the horsemen have made their statement, and we will be right back. Aren't everybody's way too chummy here? And that's, uh, you know, you see what I'm saying? I mean, this is, I understand this is the storyline, but now knowing what we know, having seen how the story plays out, you see, man, it makes all sense the way the story had to change in order to sell that pay-per-view. Does it feel as yet to you watching that promo that we're all on the same page? It does. And we believe what we're saying. It felt believable. It felt like, man, these guys are really friends and getting along. They're happy for Sting. They want him to do, you know, to be kind of elevated to the next level. If so be it. It it felt all the right way. Friendly competition. And that's how you button up an angle. Yeah. It would have been very easy to tip your hand on that deal. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Wouldn't have took very, very much at all. So guys playing it straight, it's helping this thing really build. It really is. It's really it's really good storytelling. And uh, so there we go. So there's that that important cog, that important piece of the storytelling. All allies, friendly competition, happy for Sting. We're all on the same page. Going to be a great match. Uh, but we know what sells tickets, and it's about to happen here in, in, the, in the next little bit. But following this live show, the crowd was treated to a six-man tag for the advertised dark match, and it's Flair joining you and Sting to challenge Muda, Buzz Sawyer, and the Dragon Master. Of course, the Horsemen get the win, and we move on. It's January the 5th, the Dorton Arena. The Horsemen worked hearts men in the semi-main of the evening. 4,300 fans watched you pick up the win over the Dragon Master. And then the main event was Sting and Luger, a match that ended by double countout. And then the following day, you guys travel over to Charlottesville, Virginia. 5,500 in attendance. Watched you and Ole defeat the Great Muda and the Dragon Master at University Hall. We haven't spoken about Charlottesville previously. Anything stand out about this particular town in your memory, Arn? College town. Be sure you run it when when the kids are in school. Uh, There you go. You know, it was a mistake that in this business that every company that I ever worked for, there was always those random deals where you would run a college. I tell you, one of the worst is it was Tallahassee, Florida. Don't run it in the middle of summer. The kids are not there. Yeah. And we would die on the vine and, and how the guys that were booking the towns could not figure that out. You know, time after time, and there's a lot of excuses in this business where we all rationalize why the house wasn't better. Nine times out of ten, the reality is they just didn't want to see what you were promoting that much. Okay. But when you go to a college town and their kids are not in school, you know, you don't go during, you don't run college towns during Christmas break, for example. You just don't. Everybody's going home. Uh, Charlottesville was one of those towns that you would fly into like Richmond and drive up to. It wasn't very far, you know. It was uh, basically one main street that runs through the college, and that's where everything was. I just remember they had really good gym there. Uh, sometimes we would have a good house. Sometimes we wouldn't. Uh, just depended. It was It was random, but it was one of those towns that felt like it was a Crockett town. Mm. Gotta love the Crockett towns, and uh, but yeah. So there you go. And Arn, as you've told us, this travel schedule is much more user friendly than that of the WWF. But even so, you're still driving late at night, 
on unfamiliar two-lane highways, and that can be more than a little unnerving for even the most seasoned traveler, such as yourself. Thankfully, though, our listeners can find peace of mind behind the wheel thanks to our newest partner, and that's CarShield. CarShield is the number one auto protection company in the U.S. and offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. The plans cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Let me tell you about how simple it is to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic and CarShield's administrators. They'll handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or the hassle or the headaches you're taken care of. So goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Hey, plans through CarShield will include coast-to-coast roadside assistance. CarShield's administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursements at no extra cost. Get coverage today and you'll lock in your price now. That's right. Never go up, man. You can't beat that. This means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicle. So they've helped me protect my wallet from expensive repairs, and they'll do the same for you. Go to carshield.com slash ARN and start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash ARN. A deductible may apply. Arn, three days later, NWA recorded television at the Civic Center in Saginaw, Michigan, in front of a sold-out crowd. That's right, sold out. On the show, you wrestled Buzz Sawyer, and you won that match by DQ. And in a turn of events, the horsemen were left laying. I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't seen it myself. So let's watch what happened here, Arn. We have it. It's NWA Power Hour episode from January 19th. We got it here. It's Arn versus Buzz Sawyer. Now, you see, you accused last week, you accused Muda of having his friends come out and help him just because Buzz was there. Oh, shot to the midsection. Just because Buzz was there, just because Dragon Master was there in ringside last week, you accused Muda of getting help. Well, see, tonight, Buzz is doing it all on his own. He's not asking any friends to come out and help him. He's taking Arn Anderson on one-on-one. Oh, my God, he moved the ring. Good God, he moved the whole ring ramming his back into that thing. The ring swayed. Unbelievable! Sawyer just rammed Anderson's back into the ring. And the ring post, I'll be surprised if he gets back in the ring. Did you, did you check that audio? I think I heard Nick Patrick ask Arn Anderson if he wanted to give it up. Come on, bring it up. So far, he's not doing it. I wouldn't quit. blame him if he did. Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer ramming Arn Anderson back into the corner. Sawyer may be on his way to winning the television championship. Back. with the arm that Arn Anderson has been working on for a good part of the match. Anderson now on the left hand to the midsection. That's back to twice. Oh, yeah. How about those teeth he knocked out before? He dropped his head right down under the chin and knocked a few. There's, there's a good a good thing for Dr. Crook. Right there, the high elevation. The crowd here with that four horseman sign. And now Anderson throws Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer outside. Wow! Right into that ring post. And now shoving Sawyer back in. Arn Anderson has finally got it uncorked. He's looking to make the most of it. Got him in. That was fine, Buster. Anderson, what a miraculous comeback he has made. Lateral press. Got one. Got two. Dragon Master in the ring 
Buddy, this is like, uh, it reminds me of a reversal of roles. This is what the horsemen used to do to everybody, huh? I was just sitting here thinking the exact same thing. That does not feel good. Uh, he turned me into the Jolly Green Giant with one blow of that mist. God, that was a lot of volume, too, wasn't there? Oh, it, yeah, I mean, My man, whole chest, whole chest, face, was, that sh- stuff was in my eyes. It was brutal. Yeah, we got our ass handed to us. They broke out one from the horseman playbook strength in numbers and uh, it, they yeah they exercised it that's for sure did it feel odd kind of playing that reversal of the role or would you were you digging it did not feel good yeah oh no, no god i mean each one of those guys and we probably don't talk on you you know about dragon master enough he was a veteran he had been around a long time he had been in some wars he's a tough dude yeah, no, that was uh, it was fun, but hey, you guys were kind of in that face role, so it's it's the storyline of the heels getting over as you're starting to get closer to that clash of champions, and want to have that beat down that typically you guys were given the baby faces. So it is definitely a full reversal of roles here for you. Uh, but la- yeah, later that day, you took on Robbie Idol in an enhancement match, winning the contest in just under two minutes for the January 20th episode of Worldwide. And we know WCW tapes weeks at a time, but doesn't having you come back out and win an enhancement match just after taking that kind of ass kicking, just after taking that kind of that kind of mist to the body and face, does that seem illogical? Or is this that just how it was back then? It was not logical, but there's probably no other way to do it. Yeah, you know, and that's the sad part because you were just had so many TV tapings and you had to follow your storyline. You know, the fact that the live crowd got cheated because. A lot of times, a lot of things did not make sense. And if if you wrestled three times at a TV taping, by the time you got to that third one, no matter who you were wrestling or who you were, they had had enough. Yeah. You know. The, the green mist. What, what it is? What is that? Green? Food, food coloring, coloring. I yeah. think so. And water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So there's that. Uh, January 10th at the Seagate Center in Toledo, Ohio. It's the Horseman Sting, Ole and Arn defeating Muda Sawyer and the Dragon Master in a match second from the top when you, Arn, pinned the Dragon Master after the DDT. So we continue to, to keep the build going, the heat going between the two teams. 
And as you've told us, AA, the use of the DDT was sudden, impactful, and opportunistic. The move added a new element to your game, and let's face it, it was the knockout blow. And fellas, if you're looking for something to add to the bedroom arsenal, something sudden, impactful, and opportunistic, something that levels up your game and will give you the knockout power you formerly enjoyed, then all you need to do is look for the Blue Chew. BlueChew.com is giving guys confidence all over the world in that right arm. For all of you that are seeing what I'm saying, have you noticed every week we get to this portion of the Blue Chew advertisement, Paul gets that little smirk on his face? This is your favorite part of the show, isn't it? It is. It is because I sit here and I'm, I'm half kind of going through the notes that I wrote for this. And I'm also glancing over at you, just seeing if I can get you to smirk at all. And I sometimes do. And so it, it really is a treat for me. Oh, I'm a huge fan of the product, that's for sure. But but somehow when you're my age and you look like I look, you just come across a little bit creepy if you get too, too get excited too, about it. Too wound up. So I try to keep it try to keep it at a medium. It's funny because when and, and this is all part of the ad we're doing here, but somebody at Top Guy Weekend asked the panel, if there's one product that you advertise on your shows every single week from Rectech Grills to Bluetooth to this or that, that you could own and you could would never own anything else, what would it be? And Eric Bischoff leaned over at his wife, Lori Bischoff, and said, they both said together, definitely the Blue Chill. Definitely the Blue Chill. <laughs> oh, it was so good. But listen, you can own it too. You can put smile on your wife's face. It's an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships discreetly to your door. Sign up bluechew.com. You guys know the address by now. Consult with their medical providers. And once you're approved, bam, you'll have it in a few days. And uh, the best part, it's all done online. And if you don't want to swallow pills, no problems there, buddy. They make them in chewable form. There's all kinds of reasons that guys struggle to perform. It could be medical. It could be anxiety. It could be stress. Arn, uh, you and I have talked about it before. Wrestlers deal with performance anxiety. It happens all the time for, for guys in the bedroom all across this great country. But Blue Chew is really what, what helps them out, bud. And the fact is there's an easy fix. Blue Chew is an easy fix. It is. And if you use my code, I think you can get your first dose free, don't you? That's absolutely right. So you can try Blue Chew for free, as Arn said, when you use his promo code ARN. That's three simple letters at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's it. BlueChew.com, promo code ARN to receive your first month free. Go to BlueChew.com for more details and safety info. So, Arn, we move on. January the 11th, it's the Civic Center in Hammond, Indiana. A sold-out crowd, 5,400, watched the same match with the same finish. The next day, 4,500 fans watched you in the semi-main event of the evening. Brian Pillman joins you and Sting to take on Gary Hart's stable. And once again, the Dragon Master was defeated by yourself with the DDT. You worked with Brian a lot more in the mid-90s when he was a member of the Horsemen. But at this time, he was really just getting started. What were your initial thoughts of Flying Brian? Uh, Ahead of his time. He was Lucha Guy before there were Lucha Guys, or our knowledge of Lucha Guys, which was pretty much in Mexico and Japan. He brought a lot of those skills. Flying Brian was absolutely correct. It was not just some moniker. They, you know, I mean, the kid, the kid was incredible. What an athlete. 
uh, ex-pro football player on the suicide squad. His job was to go down and break up the wedge mm. yeah. in the NFL. That's to be selective on that group at 200 and whatever he weighed, 25, 230 pounds. Man, he was a headhunter, and he was very, very talented. Obviously could fly, hence Flying Brian. Had the whole package, the look, the music. I think when he first came out, he did uh, Def Leppard Rocket was his theme song, which was badass. The Bengal tights, the whole lot. I mean, he had it all. And, uh, man, so it was exciting to see him again uh, here as a breakout star, newcomer, should I say, for WCW. Uh, more new talent for you to get to work with uh, here, Arn. Uh, so we move on. It's January 13th. 6,000 fans filled the Civic Center in Charleston, West Virginia. Second from the top, we have the Horsemen, you, uh, Ole and Sting, defeating Muda, Sawyer, and Dragon Master again, continuing to build that feud to clash. The 14th, the Horsemen main event in a matinee show, Sting, Pillman, and yourself, defeating Muda, Sawyer, and Dragon Master. Flair would then wrestle Luger, second from the top on the card. And then we move down to Johnson City, Tennessee, on January 15th, and uh, they recorded an episode of the Power Hour that air, would air eventually on the 26th of the month. In the main event, buddy, of the show, we have Sting yourself, uh, and the Nature Boy would defeat Hart's contingent by disqualifi- disqualification Excuse me, after Muda sprayed Sting with the green mist. And, buddy, we have the clip of that closing contest. We're going to take a look at it from the Power Hour, which aired on January 26th. They think that they have him weakened now to the point that they can defeat the champion in this six-man tag team event here on TBS. Well, reverses, but he's weakened. He is not near his corner. But unfortunately for Flair and the Horseman, the Dragon Master is and tags in Buzz Sawyer. Flair was so groggy, he almost went to the wrong corner to try to make the pass.
close. He's close. He got him in the face. He sprayed him in the face. Moody has sprayed his team right in the eyes. The referee has disqualified Sawyer and the Japanese. But Sting has been blinded. He's flared double team. Anderson suplex. Sting had cleaned house all three of them. But then they sprayed him. They blinded him. They've knocked on Anderson out of the ring. They have momentarily knocked the referee and Rick Flair out of the ring. They have stayed back. Sorry, you're going up top. He's going to try to pick the Sting before the clash. Let's get out of here. We've got to get attention for Sting. All right, two two things here. First of all, uh, Sting, 32 years later, still gets that kind of pop when he gets into the ring. Isn't that something? Damn sure does. Oh, I mean, just seeing him the other, uh, you know, not too long ago at the pay-per-view when he came in, uh, you know, face-to-face with, with Malachi and just hearing that crowd, I'm like, he's just an incredible, incredible guy. Uh, can't say enough about him. But second time now as we go through this month that the horsemen get their asses kicked do you feel this was beneficial, though, to the build to this big cage match at the Clash? Well, especially when you're working with the same guys all the time, you got to put something back in the, you know, in the bank where those guys are concerned because they were they were qualified assassins, and you had to remind people of that. By God, those they had a record against us like we had against uh, the Bushwhackers for God's <laughs> yeah, sake. Yeah, really. Oh, for everything. So if you're going to beat them a lot. And we did. You got to put something back in the bank, and, nah. and that's what it was. Hey, buddy, don't worry about it because they marched you right back out there on the same taping, and uh, you. Of defeated, course, they did. They, you defeated the Samoan Savage by DQ, so you know it's all kinds of confusion for the fans. They didn't know whether to cheer or cry for you that day, but uh, yeah, that was recorded for the January twenty seventh Worldwide show. So you didn't leave uh, that town on your back. You came back out and won a match. So there you go. Anticlimactic as it probably was. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but a clip ago, Jr. finally got your name, your, your move right. He, called, he first person we've heard in a long time said the Spinebuster. Nice. Time. Yeah. So I wanted to point that out too. So listen, the NWA plans more television tapings. They have those on the 16th, but those were canceled because of renovations so the entire day was scrapped the take tapings took place in the home of the third most powerful man in professional wrestling at the vaughn Braun civic center in huntsville and you defended the television title against ranger ross oh who doesn't remember ranger ross in a match for the uh for world championship wrestling that aired on january 20th and in the main event of the january 27th edition of the world championship wrestling you defeated eddie gilbert there's a name, man. There's a legend in eight minutes, 30 seconds with, no, I'm not going to say Anderson Slam, with the Spine Buster. Let's talk about these two individuals while we're here, though. Talk about what you remember of Ranger Ross and then working with Eddie. So let's start with Ranger Ross. You remember working with him at all? Well, if he was uh, a Ranger in the Army, shouldn't he have been a baby face? Yeah, absolutely. And you were a baby. So that doesn't yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was yeah. Ra- random. Yeah. Random booking. Um and Eddie Gilbert was one of the, the guys that was really brilliant, one of those Tennessee-styled guys, which made him exciting to watch. 
threw a great punch, very, very smart where the business was concerned, and, uh, you know, an innovator of, of, of that era. Uh, Eddie Gilbert was really, really uh, a polished hand. And I don't think many of us, especially that were kind of growing up, we didn't as kids, and, you know, we didn't understand what was going on behind the business, really realized how uh, – how impactful Eddie Gilbert was to the business in terms of his creativity and what he did, uh, you know, as far as just helping out with angles and what he did, you know, in other territories, whether it be Memphis, whether it be even Mid-South and things like that. But uh, any other memories that you can share about Hot Stuff? Well, just that that you nailed it. You, you know, behind the scenes, he was assistant Booker many times, I'm sure, Booker sometimes. And, you know, when you're having to think for the entire company, it puts you in a different light than most talent. A lot of guys can go out and get their match over or get their opponent or themselves over. But when, when you're talking about writing and performing uh, and booking for the entire company, that's that's quite a load. Not many people can do that. No, absolutely. And uh, by the way, i got to ask you, have you ever given Shivani the receipt yet for not knowing your spinebuster move in the WWF days? Have you gotten a not yet whack them around yet okay it, i've always found that you just you know wait till they're not expecting it there you go there you go all right well you were talking last week hey, i haven't given anybody that ddt in quite a while so maybe there's an opportunity I probably won't waste it on shivani i should be able to beat him with something less <laughs> but you never know <laughs> as long as somebody has their iphone right there with all of it uh let's move on january 20th a promo would air on world championship wrestling featuring you and the rest of the horsemen and we have it it's again with the voice of wrestling jim ross we're going to watch this in our second to the last clip of the week here we go thank you very much gordon Soley, and ladies and gentlemen the entire wrestling world has a little illness there's a fever going on. It's called Four Horsemen Fever. Whether it's tonight in Baltimore, tomorrow night in Richmond, or Monday night in Raleigh, the fever is hot. Well, Jim Ross, it's a fever, it's an infection, it's a disease. What it is, is the most elite group of athletes in professional sports today. It is the Four Horsemen, it's society. We walk where we want to walk. We talk the kind of talk we want to talk. Because in that ring, we know beyond a doubt that we are the very best in the greatest sport in the world today. And with our new man, Sting, we feel stronger than ever before. I got to say, how is, how is life with a horseman? How's it treating you? This fast lane, fast lane. What about a fever, Rossi? Well, let me tell you something. My temperature's already been off the scale, and now you throw the four horseman fever into it, and I don't know what I'm going to do next. That's the way I feel about being a horseman. <laughs> and you got your problems with Buzz Sawyer, the Dragon Master, and the Great Muda. That showdown coming up at the Clash of Champions in a cage on February 6th. Buzz Sawyer has screamed and hollered that he was brought up in a cage. He lives to be caged. Cages are for criminals. Cages are for animals. The only problem is, Sawyer, when you are wandering around that cage with the three other big dogs in there with you, I don't think so. You became a criminal in the eyes of the horseman the day you put your hands on Ric Flair. This man stepped forward in my absence. Now I'm here. It's 303, the myth, the legend. It's all back in time. It's the sign of the night. He's telling me, some may come and some may go, but this is the sign of the 90s. And in the Clash of Champions on the 6th 
of February is blood, sweat, and tears. Well, buddy, you're talking us into the arena now in Corpus Christi, the Four Horsemen. We are getting fired up and ready for this showdown. Nice build. Yep, yep, it's all coming together. You know, Sting looks like he's confident and he made the right decision, and he, you can see it in his eyes. He's enjoying himself. It, it's all coming together. Man, I'm ready to go uh, watch the, let's pull up the Peacock and watch this, uh, this match just to relive it all over again. Uh, there's uh, some excitement here. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, listen, later that day, you're in Baltimore. 5,100 fans saw you pin Buzz Sawyer and successfully defend your television title. And then in Richmond the next day, 4,000 in attendance watched Sting defeat Muda and Flair defeat Luger. Neither of you or Ole were on this card, but I'm certain you guys were in attendance. We move on January 22nd at the Dorton Arena. 1,000 fans watched you wrestle in the main event, joining Sting and Ole and defeating Muda, Sawyer, and the Dragon Master in a steel cage. Arn, we're going to talk about the steel cage match next week that closed the Clash of Champions in Corpus Christi. But I want to ask you, as difficult as these matches can be to navigate when it's one-on-one, what challenges do you have by adding four more men to a standard steel cage match? Well, it's you got to be very careful because if you look at it just logically, and thank God our fans are flexible once you lock guys into a cage, there technically there are no rules. So to tag in and out is a luxury that we do to keep some type of order and law and order because otherwise you were just when they locked the door start fighting and you wouldn't stop until somebody got beat. So it's, it's difficult when you have more than a one-on-one matchup and you try to have some type of order because if a match is going to go 25, 30 minutes, it's hard to to start it punching and kicking and keep that intensity up for 25 minutes. So you got to be a little bit careful, and there's a there's a little bit of a creative liberty that we take with tag matches. Okay. Not very good. I'm, I'm sure pacing is important, as you said, uh, in a cage match. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to seeing this. But... You've told us before, man, life on the road, grueling one between travel schedules, bumps, working double shots, working through injuries. One of the best things to help battle any of these ailments is a deep, impactful good night's sleep. And that's been made even easier thanks to our friends at Chili Sleep. Chili Sleep makes customizable climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Arn, we know how important that good night's sleep is. We've talked about it time and time again here on this show. Isn't that right? Everybody, you know, no matter if you have a physical job or or any of those things that, that really help us that are all beat up. If you're just a normal guy that hasn't suffered any injuries or any issues, man, there's, it'll just add to your comfort of already getting a good night's sleep. That's right. And, buddy, they offer two sleep systems, the Uller and Cube sleep system. They're hydro-powered and they're temperature-controlled. That's mean That means you can set the temperature at what you want it to be. They're mattress toppers. They go right over top of your existing mattress, and they're going to help you find the ideal sleep temperature and sleep setting that you want. Plus, if you not only want to have that, you can also pair it with their chili blanket. It's the only weighted blanket that can be paired with the control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. So listen, if you want to find out more about it now, head over to chilisleep.com forward slash ARN to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new Cube or Uller sleep system. 
This is exclusive to those of you listening to Arn, and it's only for a limited time. That's Chili, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash Arn to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. So, Arn, we're in Greenville. We, we know you love Greenville. It's January 23rd, NWA recorded tapings, a pro main event and the power hour. Of note, you took on a real-life best friend, Bobby Eaton, on the February 4th main event show. If possible, we'll definitely be taking a look at that one next week as we get into February. And then you move over to the Omni. It's the 26th. You got 4,400 fans. You would defend that television title against the great Muda. And uh, it's by pinfall. You pin his shoulders to the mat once again. Sting defeats the Dragon Master. Flair pins Luger to retain, uh, to retain excuse me, the world title. And then on the 27th, there's an interaction between the horseman and woman that aired on World Championship Wrestling where Nate interrupts Sting and JR during an interview. This one, however, is going to end with a twist. And this is our final clip of the week. Let's take a look at exactly what happened. Don't talk business anymore! Look what we got! We got a party going on! Look at the stinger! Horseman stop! Grab on JR right there! You know... We like him tall. We like him small. Woo! We like him all, JR. <laughs> I'll tell you, look like, what do you think here? This is a pretty uh, good entourage. Well, to be honest with you, Rossi, this is one time I really don't mind being interrupted. So, well, I mean, what can I say? What I guess, you do? Well, I guess when in Rome, you do like the Romans do. I know you're going to defend the television championship here in just a little while. That's why you're dressed as you are. Uh, business and pleasure. You mixing it together here, my man? When you earn the kind of income the horsemen do, it dictates being a champion. Because when you afford this kind of beauty and look around yourself, you've got to be a winner. In a short time, I'm going to defend that title. Eddie Gilbert, horrification setting in on you. Stinger, the other day at the gym, pal, I said, get on that Stairmaster and wear it out. You're going to need your wind. And I think it's self-explanatory. Nate, I got to ask you this question. Everybody's talking. You're being recruited like a college blue chipper by a woman. Now, what's the story here? Something, a new development seemingly every week on. Well, I got to say one thing. We all know she's one of the most influent. <laughs> well, here she is. Excuse me, Stinger. Excuse me. I'm due at the spa, and I just thought I'd stop by because I don't think you realize what it is that I can do for you. <laughs> February 6th is coming awfully close, and I know that I can help you. You know, woman, you come out sometimes at the most convenient times in a man's life. You got to be one of the most beautiful creatures on the face of this earth. But I've said it before, as lovely as you are, we have always been able to draw that fine line between business and pleasure. This is pleasure, and your business is live as you are. You have my card, and when you're finished with girls, just let me know when you're ready for a woman. Ooh. That pretty well says it all. That's pretty strong. Well, let me just say one thing. February 6th in Corpus Christi, Texas, at the Clash of Champions, when all the smoke is cleared, the horsemen woo, will be live on location. Fans will be back on TBS right after this. Time. You're in 
I've lost my train of thought, and we'll be right back. And JR still loses his train of thought when it comes to this. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, so good. Such good times in wrestling. There it is. Woman interrupts. What do you remember about all this? Do you remember? And I know you're just seeing it for the first time in a long time. But, uh, you know, obviously Nancy kind of getting involved in, in WCW storylines more at this point in time. Yeah, I really don't. You know, I would have been that day working with Eddie Gilbert, which I did not work with very many times. My head would have been wrapped around that. Yeah, this this was all fluff. I mean, this is sure more. It's a flair thing. It's an entertainment but, thing. Yeah, but on a legitimate scale, I would have been thinking about the match. I got gotcha. you. Uh, um, just because I wanted that to be. I mean, that's what I hung my hat on. You know, there you was go. It, uh, that was too important. But you know that for those Ric Flair fans that look at it, Rick in that light, you know the girls being around and all that stuff. It was, it was great for his character. It was back to those old school uh, horseman promos around, like it used to be in the old studio when he would roll sure. them all out. So that's had that all that look and feel. So listen, we're going to wrap up the month on it's January thirtieth and thirty first. They would record multiple programs for syndication on those dates. All that all of the, that television would air in February. So we're going to close our coverage of January right here. And, uh, my friend, we're all over the television. You were as a key player in the top line uh, feud with the Horsemen and Gary Hartsman. But, man, next week the tide changes. We're going to cover the clash in Corpus Christi where Sting is unceremoniously booted from the Horsemen. The subsequent injury during the main event, Russell War 1990, and so much more. I can't wait to cover this one with the Horsemen. Get back to their true form, buddy. The shoe is about to drop again. It is. Like, and it's, uh, it's a very, uh, very interesting time in the business. And it's a heavy shoe, and it's a heavy shoe for Sting. We're going to cover it all right here on the Arn Show before we get out of here. As I started the show this week, make sure you're supporting Arn Anderson. Go over to boxagimmicks.com. Find a T-shirt. You can find it either for the Four Horsemen brand or for the Arn Show brand as well. And also, look them up. Look up him and Brock. They're touring this great country of ours and doing meet and greets and appearances, uh, as well as Brock's uh, really just practice. He's getting a lot of wrestling under his uh, under his belt and uh, with his dad by his side. And so uh, support the Anderson family. And, uh, man, this has been another fun show with you this week, Arn. I appreciate it. Just remember, AEW Dynamite, Wednesdays, Rampage, Friday night. Rampage check, Friday nights, yeah. Check us out, guys. Check them out. You can watch TBS Wednesdays at 8 o'clock and TNT on Fridays uh, at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. On behalf of Arn Anderson, the uh, the enforcer, the man, the myth, the legend, the Hall of Famer, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right here next week. All things February 1990. We're talking Clash of the Champions. I can't wait. Arn, we'll see you again next week, buddy. You're the man, Paul. All right. And I got to do it in true fashion. I can't end it any other way. Thank you for joining us this week on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.